What's the best gear for your kitchen? That's our destination. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is Hannah Crowley, co-author of Kitchen Gear, the Ultimate Owner's Manual, and co-host of America's Test Kitchen's Gearheads on YouTube. Hi, Hannah. Hi, thanks for having me. A real pleasure. This is really, I mean, really such a terrific book. You and uh, Lisa McManus cover so much here. Uh, tell us a bit about how this is organized and, and the way the book came together. Sure. Well, Lisa and I, Lisa actually hired me 13 years ago at ATK, and she'd been there for about five years before. So we've both been at the company for a long, long time. And we started to play around with the idea of a book about a year and a half ago. And at first we thought, you know, it could be like a compendium of equipment and you look up, oh, I've got a question about sheet pans and you look it up in that section. But the more we thought about it, we realized who, who needs a book like that? People don't need a dictionary. They don't need an encyclopedia. What they need and what we wanted to be able to offer people is a friend that they can call from the aisle of TJ Maxx and say, hey, this Dutch oven is on sale. Do you think I should get it? And it's sort of that straight talking, real advice. And so that was really our goal here to, you know, mine our brains for the past 13 to 17 years, all of the most interesting, most surprising, revelatory information, and really the most useful stuff. Like what I'm telling my cousin, who I have a text message from right now, who's looking for air fryer advice, what I'm going to tell her and not just sort of a, an encyclopedia of all equipment. Yeah, it's funny because a few years ago, who heard of air fryers, right? There wasn't such a thing. And now everybody's got to have one, right? So, I mean, it's it's become almost essential, it seems. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's the first appliance in a while I can see where, like in the frozen food aisle, they've all added air fryer directions. You know, that food manufacturers have really adapted because it's so prevalent. Now, like all types of uh, tech and, and products, there's always so much that's new all the time. Deciding what to include here must have been, I don't know, hair pulling, big, big undertaking. Well, in some ways it was. Luckily we had, we have a lot of pages to, to cover here, but it was really, we started the book with the most core things, right? So we started and worked out from there, items that you need, starting with a cutting board, a knife, starting out with the most basics and building from there. And, you know, I think that everybody needs a certain number of things. Everybody needs these 10 items, say, for example. And then you really have to build based on your personality and what you want to cook. So something that's superfluous to one person could be a core item for someone else. And not everything is, is is brand new. In fact, a lot of stuff, I suppose, is the tried and true, the names that we all know. And uh, that's what you can rely on. Yeah, I mean, the brand new thing really kind of gets my goat sometimes, because if you look at some of these companies, what they're doing is they are just tweaking, they're iterating, iterating, iterating on a blender, for example. Oh, let's do a new interface. Let's add a new button. And they're just trying to get people to buy. They want th people to buy things. They want people to feel like they're left out, like, oh, my blender doesn't have a self-cleaning button. Well, the self-cleaning button is just, it runs on high. For 60 seconds. So everybody's blender has a self-cleaning button. But when they market these products this way, it's just to get people to buy stuff. And then the landfills just fill up with more and more junk. And so we're very much against that. We want to test and focus on products that are going to last 
And even if we miss out on some, you know, new trend, we'll test it, we'll try it, we'll find a product that's going to last and, for example, connect well to your phone via Bluetooth. Interesting. So what are some of the absolute essentials that, that every kitchen should have? I would say definitely a good knife, a good cutting board. We we like actually a packing house knife. If you believe it or not, our winning knife is by Victorinox. And it's actually used in the Purdue packing houses to break down chickens. And we have recommended it for over 20 years, maybe 25 years at this point. And it keeps winning and winning. And I think part of why is it is designed to be really comfortable to hold all day long working. And it's comfortable for a wide range of hands. It arrives sharp. It stays sharp while you're working. It's easy to sharpen. So a good knife is number one. Cutting board is number two. The plastic versus wood debate is always a fun one. We get into that in the book too. Um, going on from there, I would say a Dutch oven. You know, a Dutch oven is so versatile. You can do anything. You can do um, huge batches. You can use smaller batches. You can bake bread. We even use them as panini presses, but that's getting a little, a little niche. Um, and then a skillet. Skillets are another hot topic. There are a lot of materials out there. Um, and I'm sure you've heard in the zeitgeist now discussions of plastic and forever chemicals, um, which the non-stick skillets are coated with. Um, so we've been doing a lot of research in that area. But I think, you know, if you start with those four and a sheet pan, you'll be in pretty good shape. And then there's a debate, I suppose, over cast iron versus what, carbon steel and things like that. Exactly. Cast iron. I think the real choices are cast iron, carbon steel, stainless, nonstick, copper. You know, not everyone's going to spend $400 on a skillet, but copper does exist and it's beautiful. Um, and so we really have been trying to pull people away from nonstick. And we also completely understand why people use it. It's dead easy to clean. It's light. Cast iron and carbon steel are not light. So we've really been working on how we can um, coach people to use stainless steel better. Cause I don't know if this has ever happened to you where you cook eggs in stainless steel and it makes the app, the biggest mess ever. It's impossible to clean. We're trying to coach people to say that you can get nonstick performance in a stainless steel. You have to think about how you're heating it. So we're, we're, we're trying to pull people over to the carbon steel, cast iron, stainless team from the nonstick team. What are your thoughts about the debate today? I don't know if it's a, a debate, that's the right way to put it, about uh, the shift away from gas appliances. It's interesting. I mean, it's hard because in this industry, you can get scared of everything really fast. Once you start researching, everything is dangerous and everything is scary. But I guess electric stoves, people give them a bad rep. I have one. It's pretty responsive. I know chefs love the ripping, roaring fire of a gas stove. But honestly, sometimes my parents have one that is too hot. It's hard to harness and control. So I think if they're doing the air testing and the gas actually is off-gassing dangerous things into a home's environment, especially if the home is too tight, there isn't enough ventilation, if that's real, our other options aren't bad. You know, we can make really good food from an electric stove. So if the science is saying that inhaling that, that stuff is bad, I think we have to deal with it and, and we'll evolve and, and find better solutions. 
Turning to the holidays, uh, what are some holiday gift ideas? I suppose it can be tricky buying for someone else's kitchen. Totally, totally. Well, first of all, of course, I would say the kitchen gear book. If you know someone that likes to cook, it's a great perfect, gift. Perfect. <laughs> but beyond that, beyond that, um, I love a thermopen as a gift. That's it's about a hundred dollars, so it's not a, a it's a it's a splashy gift. But a thermopen is will just take the temperature of your food. And you know, our motto is once you know what's going on inside your food, you know everything because you don't have to guess. You don't have to come back and check. You can really calculate things a lot easier. And so a thermopen is a great gift, especially for someone who's like getting into cooking, but they haven't leveled up yet. This is a level up gift. Um, I would also say I love, you know, even if someone has a well-stocked kitchen, a really nice pair of kitchen tongs or a fish spatula. Our winning spatula is actually a fish spatula. We use it for everything, not just fish. It's just the name. It, it comes from turning fish because fish is so delicate that it needs, you know, some special considerations. It turns out those special considerations actually make this style spatula great for flipping anything. So I would say a good fish spatula is another great gift, a thermopen, um, a microplane is another fun little stocking stuffer. You can put it right down into the stocking. It, um, you know, for freshly grated citrus zest, parmesan, fresh nutmeg. Lots of lots of choices, I suppose. And uh, the the book is a, is certainly a great choice too. As an executive editor for America's Test Kitchen Reviews, you must get approached by a lot of modern day would be. I guess Ron Popeils with the latest ama amazing gadget here. Yeah, it's funny. I I think a lot of people aren't sure what we do. So I get I'll get an email like, "Hey, I can send you I'll send you uh our new a new copy of this and it's like a $600 machine or I'll send you a new blender, I can send you this." But we don't accept anything. We cannot accept anything for free. We pay for all of our own equipment. Um we buy usually one or two of everything because we've got one that gets all, you know, rugged and during testing and one to keep beautiful for the TV show. So we spend a ton of money on equipment. And I think this is actually one thing that differentiates us from other folks doing reviews who are often given the product in exchange for the review. So while I do get those emails, I really don't respond to a lot of them because we don't get things for free. I'll get the idea, for example. Um, the Challenger bread pan is actually this very cool cast iron oven that goes in your oven and can help you make professional bread at home. That first came to me via email. So I was made aware of it via email, but I do not did not accept the free one. We went on to test it, buy it ourselves, absolutely loved it. So I'll see things via email, but I don't always engage. Absolutely terrific. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, one of the big trends today is uh, like a pizza oven inside or outside. Um, my thoughts are I'm into it a hundred thousand percent. We are testing them right now. So I've been eating this pizza and it is so good. I have the solo stove, solo stove, like famous for their bonfires. They came out with a pizza oven. So I tested that here. I have it in my garage right now. It makes pizza that is better than I've ever had at home. And we are, there's so much, so that's an outdoor pizza oven. We also are testing right now the Uni Volt and the Breville Pizzaiolo, which are both $1,000 countertop electric pizza ovens and they can turn out the most beautifully blistered chewy tender leopard spotted doughs they're both incredible we actually they came to a tie in our testing so if someone is in the market for them just choose the one you like better because they perform equally as well 
Terrific. You're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> of all the of all the items, like we have a giveaway. Once all of our winners, we have a winner's closet. So all out everything after it's been on TV, the winners go in the winner's closet. And then we give away everything to the staff. And we give we give um to a couple nonprofits first and then the staff. And so all of us staffers, we have eagle eyes on these pizza ovens. This is what we all want. Terrific. Well, the book again is Kitchen Gear. The Ultimate Owner's Manual makes a great gift, but you should have one too. Everybody should. Hannah Crowley, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you so much for having me. Happy cooking. 